Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Man, oh man, oh man, what a show today. Had K.P. Anderson and the brains and uh, the pen behind a lot of people from Joel McHale on The Soup all the way to D.L. Hughley on his new uh, TV One uh, uh, show. Uh, he's worked with Norm MacDonald. Man, that guy was great. And he's from Minnesota. That was rich. Had a lot of stuff there. I always love getting Vikings fans in here because they collapse when you just say the word Vikings. Plus, I found out there is a tri-city area in Minnesota that actually involves <laughs> five cities. <laughs> and uh, he said he probably would never bet on the Vikings. He said don't even watch the Vikings. But uh, you can because you're not a crazy Viking fan. Uh, so here's what you got to do. Uh, you go to betonline.ag and use podcast one. That's your promo code. And uh, you get a 50% bump-up bonus. And just because it's summer, there's a tremendous amount of action going on. Uh, you got Major League Baseball. you got Women's World Cup. UFC is really heating up. They're going to have some huge fights this summer. Uh, Major League Soccer. you got some golf. you got a ton of stuff to bet on all summer. So don't lay down that pen and pad. Figure it out, man. Figure out your odds. You go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code PODCAST1. 50% sign-up bonus. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, make your summer uh, a fun one. And and you can do stuff like bet in game. They got crazy stuff. It's a tremendous amount of it. You just sitting around a pool, do something fun with it. So d- don't just sit there. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use the promo code. Remember the promo code? It's what you're listening to right now. Podcast one or text bet now to two, three, eight, six, six, nine, and get the same 50% welcome bonus. That's bet now. Two three eight six six nine. Text that you get the same bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the international speed fishing championships. Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the 4th of July week podcast. My guest today, great stand-up, took his talents behind the camera, helped Talk Soup become a phenomenon internationally and nationally. I don't care what the execs in the suits say. You can't get more patriotic <laughs> than K.P. Anderson. We'll be talking to him soon. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car, for all your car buying needs. Pluto TV, the free TV app, and betonline.ag, podcast once trusted partner in all things gaming. Hey. If you like this podcast, get a load of this. As the FIFA Women's World Cup gears up for an exciting final matchup, get the best coverage with Sports Like a Boss on Podcast One Sportsnet. Join three-time Olympian Holly McPeak and sports broadcaster Anne-Marie Anderson, who she's good, as they analyze the biggest stories and scandals with some amazing guests. Go for the gold and download new episodes of Sports Like a Boss every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One Sportsnet. All right, we got Advice Corner. We got Fiery Four. We got Pop Quiz coming up. And, of course, KP Anderson. Great show. And, as always, before we get to my guest, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by the Rutger Hauer Hour, the talk show that is not screwing around. 
South America's pastime baseball. Yankees go to London by reflex. The air raid sirens went off. Over the pond, New York ground up. Boston like an angry waiter demoted to the pepper mill. Crowd was made up of Americans on vacation, Americans working in London, and, well, that's about it, said a local cricket fan after game number one. Only six hours and it's already over. I want my money back. In honor of the Americans, London Stadium served fish and chips smashed into the shape of a hot dog. Seventh inning stretch. Wright said Fred saying, take me out to the ball gag store. That MLB wrap-up brought to you by Dice Krispies. Start every morning with a gamble. NBA Kevin Durant announced his deal with Brooklyn on Instagram while taking a selfie on the slippery stone path at the pinnacle of Machu Picchu. Wow, I didn't know that. Durant will sit out a year due to an injured Achilles suffered while taking yet another Instagram selfie, leaning off the caboose of a sheep train in Nepal. Nets signed Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan. Meanwhile, the New York Knicks dropped their car keys down a sewer grate. That wrap-up sponsored by App Ointment, the app that delivers ointment to your door exactly when you need it. Women's World Cup, USA takes on England. That should be over quicker than a Thai food restaurant in Duluth. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1977, the place dressed in Germany. East German sprinter Marlies Gore ran the 100 meters in a world record 10.88. The East German later tested positive for rabbit blood and pure fear. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Ad Nauseam, that tummy medicine that really works if you keep taking it and taking it. And taking it now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, killer comedy mind, crushed at helping talk soup become an industry. Now working on the great D.L. Hughley show, K.P. Anderson. K.P., how are you this morning? Oh, filled with rabbit blood and fear. Yes. <laughs> Who shouldn't be in Hollywood? Yes. He got your dog with you. If you heard some yapping earlier, that was uh, the beautiful Tallulah. Yes. Who goes about a pound and a half but looks like she could day- take on dogs at least twice her size. She came in pretty clearly ready to fight you today, Chet. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. ready. She was bearing teeth. Yeah, that's what I'm – she's a Yorkshire Terrier, but I'm training her for – I'm training her for dog fighting. For dog fighting. No. Uh, not a lot of featherweights in dog fighting. No, no, that's a category yeah. I think you could clean up in. Yeah. There's the occasional uh, bitchy chihuahua. That's right. But other than that, I think uh, I think uh, she's got the snout for it. That's right, she does. So uh, besides her, I always uh, I try to guess the uh, body type of my uh, guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, KP, uh, uh, I'm going to go with a uh, college uh, wrestler. But he he spent like five years in the Marines, so he's like twenty seven. He's coming back to college wrestling. Wow, that's what that's the body type you have to be. Wow, that's the body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you pre- look like you're ready. Yeah, and you have skills. Uh huh. But you've been you've been drinking a little. Yes, bit. yes. That's just a, yeah. a little. Yeah, it's a little more, more in the cranky attitude than anything, which could work for you. Yeah, in college wrestling. It works in college wrestling. It works in uh, works in producing quite well. <laughs> it does. The cranky morning, the cranky morning <laughs> attitude. Yeah, just walk in the writers room, going, Ugh. Yeah, just put something funny on that board. I'm going in the other room. There's not <laughs> yeah. enough nurses' office in Hollywood production. If no, there, there aren't. A, yeah, if there was a nurses' office, I could go lie down in half a, halfway through every day. That'd yeah, well, plus yeah. you can just get the the you can get the bum out of the writers room. The guy who's cl- Logging things. Go down to the nurse's office. That's right. Friend of the host. 
<laughs> you have nothing funny High to contribute. High school pal. <laughs> right, let me guess. KP, uh, Kenneth Patrick, I'm going to get Keanu Peter. No. Or Knowledge Personified. That's my favorite. It does work. But cri- Christian Philip. Christian Philip. Uh-oh. Yep. One of those uh, Danish ice skating names. Uh, yeah, Swedish and Norwegian. Swedish and Norwegian. Christian yeah, with that's a K. Whole, that's yep. the right area of the world I was in. Yeah, that's the Minnesota thing. Oh, yeah, the Minnesota Peninsula. That's right. Uh, up there, that's where all the uh, people came from. That's right. Have you yeah. had the lutefisk? That's uh, some kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. Nor- uh, Norwegian, Scandinavian yeah, like dish. Pickled fish. That well, just, pickled yeah. is being nice. That's true, yeah. They put it in lye. Yeah. They let it sit in lye and lye, of course, uh, poison. Mm-hmm. They use it on farms to kill barn rats. Yeah. Why would you – why – everything about life where I come from yeah. was pretty much personified in that. In yeah. that, like these yeah. people, they come from a tundra. They cross yeah. an ocean. They get to a beautiful city. They make it halfway to a shining coast, and they go, we're good. Yep. And they yeah, stop exactly. at another tundra. Yeah, they and just that's stop. it. Ooh, this looks familiar. Pour stuff into <laughs> pour lie over stuff. Sure, kill yeah. all the germs. Yeah, eat it and see if they can die. Let it sit for about three years. Yeah, maybe the lie will wear off and we won't yep. die. Yep, born to suffer. That cooking tip brought to you by Buckshots, the deer flavored tequila, <laughs> and gentlemen prefer gentlemen. The all gentlemen's gentlemen's club. <laughs> all gentlemen's gentle nice now you grew up in the twin cities i grew up in cambridge minnesota an hour north of the twin hour cities. north so it was tantalizingly close tantalizingly the close. sin yes, and skin could, of the twin could, cities you could smell it you, you could almost could. feel it but you couldn't exactly live it <laughs> you might be i might have been able to smell it yeah the, the grain belt brewery you might have been able to smell yeah. it that far north yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's kind of near uh st cloud st yeah about uh twin cities and uh and uh cambridge and st cloud make almost a perfect little uh triangle there wow oh, this is, is the tri-cities yes they know. The yes, Tri-Cities, one of which is the Twin Cities. <laughs> Not known for our math up there. <laughs> exactly. So now, uh, what's your greatest athletic? Would you play in high school? I played. Uh, Where'd you go? I went, the Cambridge, Cambridge, Cambridge Senior High School, Cambridge, Minnesota. Played the, some baseball there. The Cambridge Minutemen. Yep, no wrestling, actually. The Cambridge uh, Scholars. Uh, Cambridge Blue Jackets. Thank the you. Blue Jackets. That's not Blue bad. Blue Jackets, yeah. They won uh, Cambridge uh, my senior year. State high school football championship. I was wow. a proud member of the cross country team. Oh, during their yeah. their championship their, uh, running football, their, yeah, their run towards greatness. Yes, you were I out was, just wildly was, running through the yes, woods. I was uh, I was small for uh, I was small for uh, for big Midwestern football. So, yeah, uh, that's so. that, I could see that. Yeah. Although I, I believe you've made up for it. Yeah, so that, I think you've got so, you've been you, working out. You got some guns on mid midlife dad bod rage filled stuff happening. Rage filled. You're just yeah. keeping it all down, yeah. and it's yep. turning itself yep. anger size. <laughs> to muscle by itself. It's just <laughs> anger sized. Yes. I like it. That Fully might be a new chat sponsor. Yeah. Yep. I, I lift a I angrily lift a seven pound Yorkshire terrier at least seventeen, eighteen times and threaten to leave. Threaten to throw them at <laughs> yes, somebody. Exactly. Look out, I'll throw my dog at you, I will. So uh so cross country, ooh, that's a good sport. Yeah. You gotta run all season long. Run all season long. Great girls butts. Uh, oh really? Because you because you, you practice. That was a, literally what the football coach told me when I came in ninth grade to like get ready to 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 try out and said I wanted to you know I wanted to like take this all the way being a linebacker at Michigan. He was like, "Ah, eh, go get yourself some shorts and run behind the girls on the cross country team. Look at their butts. You'll <laughs> wow. be fine." Yeah. Wow. Yep. And that was it. That was they the don't mince the words. Career. No, not the none skin, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, not when you're eating lie. Yep. No Wolverine helmet for me. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was that your goal? Go to Michigan. 
I, for some reason, I really wanted to be a linebacker at Michigan. I wound up at Hamlin University in St. Paul. Oh, sure, yeah. Hamlin. Yep. Good, good law school. Very good law school. Uh, um, Midland, and they were the uh, Midland Tigers baseball or program, uh, Fighting Pipers. The Fighting Pipers. Yep, the Hamlin yeah, Fighting Pipers. Yeah, I played uh, played baseball uh, into my freshman year. And then had much the same conversation with the coach. Well, there you go. She said, <laughs> so we don't even have a cross-country team. Just yeah, get some shorts on yeah, and go follow yeah, women. Go try public speaking and see if maybe some comedy <laughs> works out for you. <laughs> wow. Well, that's pretty good. Baseball, what'd you play? Uh, I was a I was a first baseman, uh, uh, outfielder, and a bit of a uh, bit of a junk throwing lefty relief. Wow, player. jack yeah. of all trades. Yeah, they moved me around. They could use you anywhere. On the, utility yep. man. Yeah, could lay down a bunt like nobody's business. Wow, yeah. but the buddy Biancalana yeah. of the Hamline Fighting Pipers hit for average, never for power. But sure, uh, sprayed it all over Rod Carew like yep. all over the place. Could could knock a milk jug off a of second base any day of the week. Wow. Yeah, he had an arm. Uh yeah, nice. Yep. Wow. Now, how to? Uh, which was? What's your greatest athletic moment? Greatest well, athletic between moment? cross country. You know, what? I'm going to tell you, I, I, you this might, greatest athletic weirdly, moment brought to you is, by uh, ukuleles. Make any music sound unimportant with a ukulele. All right, go ahead. <laughs> my, my greatest athletic moment. This is this happened. This was my senior year in high school. Uh, um, we were playing uh, against a uh, against a school called Creighton Durham Hall, playing sure. an April baseball Ooh, game. Look at Durham Hall. Yep, they got they got the urban kids. Yeah, they do. White but, and but, black. They yeah. got the kids who. But they, uh, my nephew goes there now. My hustled. nephew's a hockey and lacrosse player there now. Uh, they play lacrosse there. Yeah, that's gonna be some crazy, right? lacrosse. Yeah, but like Creighton Joe Durham. Joe Mauer. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, bad, bad, yeah. classic of twins all stuff. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of lot of and and one of the uh, one of the, so Creighton Durham Hall. Well, I was a uh, I was a senior. Yeah. Creighton Durham Hall was pitching a freshman, a uh, kid by the name of Chris Wanky. Swanky sure yeah. went on to uh, star at the uh, Florida State yeah. as their starting quarterback after playing Major League Baseball. After yes. playing, uh, played in the minors. Uh, I think right. Toronto. I believe it was Toronto. Yeah, that Toronto. Him. Yeah. Then he went on a played in the yeah. pros as a won, QB. Won a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, oldest oldest right. person to ever win a Heisman Trophy. Holy smoke! I See, he, I think he won it at. Uh, you at, got uh, that Chris Wanky like body. Half. Yeah, yeah. You got that Chris <laughs> you got, yeah, come in late. Uh, but yeah, so he, he was uh, he was he was throwing. It was April. It was cold. He was throwing gas all day long. No one was getting hits off of him. And uh, I decided that there was no chance he wasn't going to pipe a first pitch strike to me, given that I'd struck out twice pretty pathetically uh, up against him the first two times. Yeah, him right where him. you wanted him. So I started swinging while he was in his windup, and I knocked a double off the wall. Wow! And I uh, and I ran to second base, shaking my hands, cursing as loud as I possibly could because aluminum bats in April Ow. weather in Minnesota hitting a Chris Wanky pitch. I feel it today. That should be illegal. Yep, but that's my oh, most yeah, significant. Yeah, that, that took yeah. you right up to the shoulder. Yeah, it's my most you, significant athletic. You account. probably needed uh, Dr. Frank Job surgery. I probably after did. After that hit. But, but my pop wasn't going wasn't to pop for <laughs> No, <me>. nobody's going <laughs> to. My dad no, wasn't. No, gonna, yeah. no, they're not paying for that. Yeah, exactly. My thumb is still numb to this day. <laughs> that's not covered by OSHA. You're screwed. <laughs> that incredible anecdote brought to you by Sticklers.com, the anal retentive dating site. And for Tilatini's, the <laughs> testosterone-boosting Martini Olive. It's from Italy. All right. Still a Minnesota fan? Yes. Got to be. Yes. So superstitions. List them. 
Super, you got to have superstitions. Like the Vikings have probably blown the back of your head off uh, several times. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Do you bother with superstitions when you're a Vikings fan? You just know. Wow. You, you just know <laughs> which bad. way it's headed. <laughs> I, I the 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 game the uh, the NFC Championship game against uh, against New Orleans with uh, Favre yeah. rolling out oh, right yeah. hobbled. He had a bounty on his head the whole game. Yeah, right. Uh, rolling out right, hobbling, limping. Launches the ball into the air. I had a shot of tequila in my hand in my living room in North Hollywood at the time, and I turned to my friend Boyd, and I said, I've never seen him cough one up this way before, and I downed the shot, and by the time it was down my throat, the uh, Saints cornerback had the ball and was moving in the other direction, crushing my dreams one more time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, if if I have a Viking superstition, it's don't watch the NFC championship game. That is an emotional aluminum bat. Yes, it is. That's what yeah. that is. Yes, it's it still is. stinging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't watch the game. Is your advice? Yeah. Pull all team. Go luddite. You just don't. You just don't like when they when they win the big game before the NFC Championship game. Then you just know. Then you, yeah, you know, know we yeah. peaked. Let it go. <laughs> They're in perfect position to be roll blocked at the knees exactly. by themselves. There's going to be a wide right. Darren Thompson's going to be Daryl Thompson's going to be laying on the one yard line at RFK Stadium. There's wow. going to be, it's going to be a blowout. There's always the NFC Championship blowout game every wow. third Vikings NFC Championship. Like 1901 a, photography, it's chemically etched into his brain. Exactly. They These just didn't details. show up. The, the the Philadelphia game two years ago. Uh, see this was was one of those. Of course, we're going to lose bad because Philadelphia wow. fans have an opportunity to come to Minneapolis in sure. two weeks and remind the service industry in that state just how badly they thumped our team. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. that's what happened. Yeah, and it's uh, not like them to shy away from that kind yeah. of challenge. Yeah, the and Philly the Minnesota fans. nice people to, had the rage, but not rage enough, so they just went home and peed in their own food. Yeah, right, right, right. What happened. Yeah, yeah, went out and just just took the dog for way too oh, long a, a walk. That was a brutal. Got yes. drunk, took the snowmobile yep. to the convenience store. <laughs> That's yeah. the way you let out your rage yep. in Minnesota. Smoking a cigarette, doing forty on a snowmobile. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, sure. Just pop some poor kid out there and <laughs> trying to bring a gallon of milk home. Yeah. Bam! What was that? I don't know. Keep moving. As the great Bill Bauer used to say, "What was that? A human?" <laughs> uh, Miss Bill. <laughs> All right, listen to me. Daytime Emmy Awards. Uh, you won one of those babies. Yes. When did you decide to shift gears, get behind the camera? Because uh, you're a pretty, you're a pretty quality uh, stand-up comedian. Well, thanks, man. You told some jokes in your day. Thank you. I was all right at it. I still do it from time to time. Hey, you still pop up? Yeah, every now and again. Uh, nice. Yeah. I. Uh, but I. Let's see. So I was uh, my first. My first writing job was the Keenan Ivory Wayans show. My first. Uh, my first full. This was like '98, I think. Good show. And uh, yeah, we had underrated. Fun. Yeah, we had yeah. we had fun doing it. Um, um, short lived, but we. Uh, but Keenan brought me in uh, for that job, and I hadn't made that full transition idea yet. And I think that's one thing that like I think I think comics, stand up comics, who move into writing. Have to understand and have to make. This is a serious part of this interview, by the way. Have to make. Have to understand and make that decision that they want to work like a writer on a show, not like someone who's built a stand-up act over the course of you know over the course of years and pulled together that tight thirty-one hour whatever. It's a daily you got to write stuff job, and, and I think they got to subjugate a little bit, yeah, to the voice of whoever they're working for. Yeah, and they have to understand that a easy. lot of the people in that room, their dream 
is not to be in front of the camera. Their dream is to be sitting in that room pitching jokes yeah. to the guy who's in front of the camera. Right. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and so different set of muscles. Yeah, and so I think the Keenan the Keenan thing was not was maybe the wake up call that oh this is different. This room of people is a uh, is way more focused on one person that's not me than me right now. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's hard for those yeah. stand up comedy guys. Yeah, and then Bill Maher. Hey, picked why me up. don't we uh, focus on me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, and then Bill Maher picked me up for uh, for. Uh, politically incorrect, literally uh, called Keenan and said, is he getting any jokes on your show? And Keenan was like, no. And he said, well, I wanted to try him. <laughs> so Keenan, I got traded. <laughs> you I got, got traded. traded for a writer to be named later. Picked up off the waiver wire. Yep. Yep. For a, uh, for a Mac <laughs> desktop. <laughs> yep. Week of the uh, week of the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Oh, That's when my first joke on the air was a uh, was the, what was, was it? Mon- you remember? Uh, yeah, listed off because it was the end of the week, and it was uh, and the, the scandal broke, and uh, and Bill needed all new jokes when the scandal broke in the afternoon just before we shot, and uh, it was my opportunity to get on the top of the pile because the new guy's always on the bottom of the pile when you yeah, turn yeah. in the jokes, and uh, and uh, I wrote a joke that was it listed all of uh, listed all of uh, Bill Clinton's sex scandals and said one more, and he's going to have to give the State of the Union on Jerry Springer. And, uh, there you go. Yep. Yeah, uh, Boom. Good joke for its time. Straight jab. Yeah. Pre-internet Pop. that weekend in the New York Times on Bloody CNN the nose. Showbiz Today. Nice. Yeah. It, it it took off a little bit, and then I, and then I had a nice little run during that uh, during that period of time, being the uh, being the uh, Monica Lewinsky uh, uh, the uh, the Monica Lewinsky's <laughs> Jewish mom uh, uh, was upset the president wasn't a doctor type of jokes. You're the yeah. you were you were like the setup guy. You I came like, out of the bullpen exactly. just for the Lewinsky. <laughs> exactly. Bat. Yeah. Yeah, rode that out, then became a little bit of a sex, drugs, and rock and roll guy for him. Then he fired me, and then uh, then he brought me back like nine months later, and then he yeah, fired brother. me again. <laughs> so a bit of a roller coaster with yeah. Bill. Although yeah. I like Bill, I like Bill too. I, I think, I think uh, you you get what you you get what you're looking at. Yeah, and he is. He doesn't hide anything. Yeah, and he doesn't he right doesn't, out there. He doesn't get enough credit. Like when you watch the credits of who writes on that show to this day. A lot of the guys that were in that room when I was there are still writing for yeah, him on that loyal. show. Yeah, he's super loyal to his staff, to his people, and he knows exactly what he wants. Like it was yeah. always going to be, a, it was always going to be a stopover for me. It was always going to be a place where I almost got it. So how'd you get to McHale? Uh, McHale, or see, I should say, how'd you get to Talk Soup? Uh, yeah, that might have come by, first. By my time, it was the soup. The uh, soup. Yeah, it wasn't Talk Soup. Oh, that's anymore. right. Yeah, so they took out the verb. Yeah. Because so, everybody's seven years old now. Yeah. Well, they we know. need auto tune for songs. <laughs> no, they they we we didn't do that much talk. We didn't do that much in the talk space anymore. We were covering oh, reality. We were covering shows. everything. Yeah, we we're covering reality yeah, shows yeah. mostly. And then we had a little. So the earth shifted underneath you. Yeah, and we had our little homage segment called Chat Stew. Chat Stew. Oh, Chat there you stew go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was. See, I always assumed the talk and talk soup was that you guys were talking. Yeah, <laughs> I never put it together that you were talking about talk shows, Sorry, so, brother. It's all good, man. All right, yeah. thanks. <laughs> so uh, that mea culpa, yeah, brought to you by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it itches. Yeah. For her lap, try Burlap. <laughs> At fifty, I've learned to uh, let go of the fact that people still think it's talk soup. Yeah, Isn't yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what's inside yeah. the quotes you worked for. Yeah. It. At like thirty-eight, I was furious. I would have walked off of this set. I would have. I would. I can't believe Chet Waterhouse didn't know. Why are they? That there was a transition in the late nineties. My God, <laughs> what is he reading? How is he not on top of this? Does he know where Wikipedia can be found? So now, yeah. Mikhail's glib. Yeah. So you, you go yeah. in there. You run that. You run yeah. the show. That show. Yeah. I was head writer and executive producer. For That's the, impressive uh, for, the, for all the Joel years. Yeah. That That's was a. Uh, yeah. I, I. I was a journeyman. 
I wandered around a little bit. I took some head writing jobs. I got the Wayne Brady show where we got the daytime Emmy was uh, was my second head writing job. Uh, More sports with Jay Moore on ESPN was my first. And That's then, a great show. That yeah. was a great. That was. Uh, that was uh, there's another we good a, comic. We had a lot of that. Was 26 episodes of pure fun. Yeah, that I was, bet. Yeah, that was that was just a blast. I'm I'm still I'm weirdly still proud of that show. Well, I don't think it's weird. Yeah, it was a fun show. It was fun. It yeah, was fun. it was great. He went in there. And he started. Uh, he just. Uh, he was like. Uh, he was like uh, pitching melons at a baseball game. He just. He just went in and said, "I'm going to change the rules a little bit here." Yeah. Yeah. And ESPN was not ready for that. No, yeah. they're still not ready for it. Nope. On any level. Nope. Nope. They, they look at me, Chris. Uh, yeah, every time I get in the Connecticut tri-state area, <laughs> which <laughs> incidentally uh, also includes St. Cloud, Minnesota. <laughs> It's odd how it crosses over that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I love the fact that there's a Tri Cities area in Minnesota, then. One of them is the Twin Cities. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm crazy about that. Now, listen, uh, how'd you shoot the show? Uh, which one? Uh, the, the, soup? The, the soup. The soup. Because it, like it looks like him standing in front of a, like a green screen. That is it. And bam, you're done. One camera. Yep. Wow. Yep. Introduce the clip. Play the clip. Come out of the clip. So now, then, when you when you went to other shows that involved mm-hmm. uh, slightly higher degrees of actual production, yep, I've th- I've always tried to bring it down to that level. Down to simple. Yeah. Well, uh, you don't hurt the jokes. Yep. No. That way, no. you don't. Uh, uh, yeah. The more the the more the directors involved. Generally, the less effective the joke is. <laughs> I found that to be. That's very true. That's very true. The least, the 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 best joke is never the most expensive joke. Every once right. in a while, you do something yeah. super elaborate that everybody gets. Like John Oliver does a great job of doing an elaborate thing that clearly costs money and gets a laugh, but he understands that part of the laugh is how much money they wasted on. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. yeah, being elaborate. Yeah. But that's a, like a British thing. Elaboration. Yeah, I, I guess they so. Call it. Yeah, I mean, it's, how many how many syllables is that? It's not his money. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, he's <laughs> exactly. just taking it away from the Americans again. Exactly, a bunch of colonies. Yeah, not, not yeah, a thankless bunch of colonies. I'm sure that's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, every show since then, except for of course the Joel McHale show, Joel McHale on Netflix, which was the soup. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was somehow we turned that into a two camera green screen shoot. Paul Feig wow. insisted. That Man, my that. head is spinning. Yeah. <laughs> so that there was that. But yeah, every, everything since then, there has been. I always have to remind myself that there's something more you have to do than yeah. just put, than just you know drop the person in front of the camera and right. let it go. Just leaning back in your easy chair behind your desk and go, "Go, yeah. son of a gun! I forgot about the production <laughs> meeting. I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> You're gonna talk about what we're gonna point at what? <laughs> now, it's the scariest joke that you wrote mm-hmm. for uh, Joel. That that got him in uh, anything you write that got him in, in hot water because uh, there were some moments there where he, he got a little dicey. Yeah, I mean all the Kardashian stuff. Like I was I was the uh, since I was the head writer and uh, and the, and the hardest guy to fire besides Joel at the time when the Kardashian show came out and they told us they wanted us to cover it. Um, I took that responsibility on myself because oh. I knew that we were going to get Ryan Seacrest was producing it. He was way more important than us. There's right. so many people more important than us involved in that show, <laughs> and so we knew there was going to be issues because we also watched the show and had a and had a general idea as to how we felt about the clan, yeah. about the Kardashian clan. Sure, yeah. And so yeah, and so I would write. Uh, I well, would, it's good to write from a perspective. Exactly, you got to have a point of view. As they say. exactly, yeah. So I would I would lead everything off with uh, uh, every Kardashian clip that we would show would always begin with Kim Kardashian is famous for having a big ass and a sex tape. Yeah, that's, like, that was the setup. We would always start with that <laughs> until we were told sure. we were no longer able to do that. Because yeah, you remember when Kim sex cry. tapes were bad for you? 
Yeah. Remember when it ruined your career? Exactly. Jane, Jane Kennedy? Yeah. Kennedy. And by yeah. the way, she was at the forefront of making them great for your career. Yes. So what? She pioneered yeah. it. Yep. But, she turned it all around. Yep. But her mom was super upset with us. Really? Yeah. So well, we, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we called her sisters dead behind the eyes. That, that one hurt more. The one thing that she said, because I, I, I got a call from her. We from, had, uh, from the mom? From, yeah, Chris Jenner. And, from Chris uh, Jenner. And she said, uh, "That's like getting a call uh, back in the day from Helen Kushnick, <laughs> Jay Leno's old That's man. Right. That's you just right. pick it up and you go, oh, my God, how yep. far up are we? Four floors? I could dive out the window and make it.' <laughs> yeah, Chris was super nice. She was pleading her case to me, but she was also she also pretty much knew she'd already won. Yeah, and of course. So and so, you know, we had the we had the conversation. I said, so all right, so per." You know, this will will discuss not doing the Kim stuff anymore. And you're right; it is mean to call Chloe, Chloe and Courtney dead behind the eyes. Wow. So we won't do that. What about Bruce? And she went, "Oh fuck, Bruce. Who cares about him?" Wow. Yeah. R- true, true she story. threw you a bone. Actual quote. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that quote brought to you by Blood Ball, like paintball, but with real blood. Yours. <laughs> D.L. Hughley. That's what you're working on now. You've worked with, you worked for uh, the Nerdist. Yep. Uh, you worked for Norm MacDonald as mm-hmm. a show, that crazy thing. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you, that you've been fun. on the roller coaster. You've worked. Yeah, I've been doing you this a while. stayed working, and now you're with D.L. With D.L. Tremendous comedian, one of the original kings of comedy. Yep. Fantastic human being. Yeah, yeah. And, good guy. And, and, Good and, to uh, hear. Good to hear. Yeah, that he's a and good I guy. mean, he is. This is something I would say to him. He's crazy, but he's super reasonable about it. Like, that, he is, well, he knows his. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he is. He knows. Self aware. He knows exactly who he is. He knows exactly what his point of view is. He knows exactly uh, what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. He is insanely giving to his family, to his people, and to the people uh, uh, who populate our show. And he is, uh, and each and every one of them repays him with talent, hard work. It is, it is That's truly, great. it's not, it, it wasn't because it's a radio show. Uh, he's got a nationally syndicated radio show. Uh, TV One, uh, the network picked it up as a, as a TV show. So we threw some robo cameras in a studio, uh, like, uh, like Howard Stern on E. And for and, you, like, he went, why do we need more than one? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's six people. Okay. Oh, um, damn it. But yeah, but. But um, but I I got to tell you I uh, Chet I'm I have never had this much fun producing TV oh, that's and I've impressive. had a lot of fun producing TV yeah by yeah, the way. yeah this is this is um, my favorite thing that I've done in a long long time that's impressive yeah and I hope people watch that it's, endorsement brought to you by Conundrums the drum set no one can figure out <laughs> I got a bona fide big time TV writer and producer with me time for advice corner actual takeaway from the great KP Anderson and hey I'll uh, listen or watch that whole uh, DL Hughley thing on uh, TV one alright here's a question I'm going to ask you actual uh, questions sure sure and then uh, and then you give uh, whatever kind of answer you want but uh, there might be kids out there All right. out there in Cambridge or St. Mm-hmm. Cloud listening somewhere via, in the Tri-Cities via, somewhere in the Tri-Cities that actually has Probably five cities because you've got to bring Brainerd in there. <laughs> you have to. Right? You have to. Yeah, I always bring Brainerd in. If, if for no other reason than you want the speedway. If it's got a speedway, it gets to be. <laughs> if it's got a speedway, speedway and a Paul Bunyan statue, it's a part of any Tri-Cities area. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quick tip to calm down a nervous host. You've worked with so many hosts. You got one just about to go out uh, between the curtains and get out there, yeah. hit the mark. What do you say to them to calm them down if you know if you know they're a little nervous? Remind them that it doesn't really matter. Oh, that's what good. we do is silly. What we yeah. What we do is silly. Have fun. It's your space. 
Wow. Uh, and 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 every every once in a career, you have to say that right after the president of the United States just got done talking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is silly. Usually yeah. when I'm between the sheets. Question number two. <laughs> Best way to keep a network suit out of the writer's room. Lies. 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 <laughs> Lies. We, had a, like, we, had a, we got a gas leak in there, yeah, stuff like that. We had a terrible exec. We had a terrible exec at the beginning of the soup that finally got let go. And when that person was gone, I'm changing this person's name, but when that person was gone, uh, like 45 minutes before the show, I was just hanging out in Joel's dressing room doing nothing. He was like, why are you here? What are you doing? And I said, this is the time I usually spend lying to Terry. <laughs> There's nothing for me to do. Impressive. Yep. All right. You got to choose between two jokes. Which one do you take? Uh, uh, how do you decide if you're down to two jokes that feel like they're the same? Mm-hmm. Laugh wise, mm-hmm. which one do you take? You ask the host which one they can't wait to tell the most. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Never put words in their mouths they don't want to say and always push them towards ownership of whatever was written for them. Yeah, that's good. Because yep. then half your ass cheeks off the. Yep, chopping block as well. Yeah, and it's just and it's just the simple. It's just the simple. You know, if you if they if if it's you know two outs in the World Series and you can get this done, um, you don't ask Jack Morris to throw the pitch that he's never thrown before. That's right. That's yeah. true. Yeah, do the if your host you hits the curveball, throw him curveballs. Yep. Best lunch order tip. Best lunch order tip. Because uh, lunch is huge yeah. in writers' rooms. I've yeah. discovered. Yeah, eat alone. Eat, eat alone. Don't <laughs> wait for or, for writers to get through their dietary needs. <laughs> Starve to death. Exactly. <laughs> and finally, you got a long writing night ahead. What's your go-to pick me up? Mm, probably uh, uh, for me, go-to pick me up is going to be actually it's, it's pretty boring. It's just a, it's just the four o'clock cup of coffee. Just, you just hit a nice straight cup of coffee. Yeah, we're going in long. Might as well. Might as well because I'll be up all night if I drink a four club cup of coffee. So, oh, so just one? Just one. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So you're optimistic. You I actually am. think to yourself, you know, there's an out here. Yeah. Maybe eleven. Maybe midnight. Yeah. Well, if you go back over my resume and look at how many of those shows needed midnight writing sessions in order to get yeah. done. Well, but yeah. a lot of that's due to your efficiency. I hope so. That advice corner brought to you by U Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Hey, hey. Speaking of cars, True Car has been a proud supporter of Play with Pain, my podcast right here for years. Like 18, 19 years. So we want to partner with them to hear all about your true car experience. And you may even get an Amazon gift card to kick off your summer. We want to hear all about your true car shopping experience. So send us an email to truecar at podcast1.com. That's truecar at podcast1.com. And tell us all about your shopping experience with TrueCar. Let us know every little nook and cranny of how it went for you. The first 200 people to email will receive a $20 Amazon gift certificate. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. For 20 bucks, you can get yourself a meal. For 20 bucks, you can get yourself Tallulah here, some dentures, because uh, that overbite's killing. Uh, 20 bucks will go a long way on Amazon. So, so listen to me. Here's all you got to do. Uh, TrueCar at PodcastOne.com with your story about your shopping experience on TrueCar, okay? So uh, if you have to send in your email, send it in soon, baby. I want to hear now what your shopping experience was. We can't wait to hear from you. TrueCar uh, for all your car buying needs. All right, listen to me. 
It's time for, are you ready for this? The Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. My guest, K.P. Anderson. K.P., these are sports takes hotter than the Minnesota Vikings in August. Whoa. Because that's when they're their hottest. Exactly. Fire number one. Do the Minnesota Twins have enough juice to hang on and actually win a playoff round? Yes, they do. I think they got enough pitching, maybe. They got enough pitching. If they if they draw the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs, Ugh, that might be tough just yeah, because they're so snake bitten by the Yankees. That's but their they, kryptonite. But yeah. boy, they got they got some power. They got some power. They could yeah. they could stand to pick up a relief pitcher. Yeah, I but think. they've got a German. They got a German. We got Max Kepler. In oh, German. that's right. Yeah. He does speak an German. actual bona fide. No, he played in. He's from Germany. Good lord, yeah. he is. Yeah, they got a bona fide German on their team. I mean, what's that about? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's Man, a that's new a, kind of. That, that's a scouting mission. There, you got to see some form of destiny, right? How do you How do you find a guy? I don't know what twin scout. They must have been coming through Scandinavia. Yeah. They were just coming through, picking up uh, some uh, lutefisk. Yeah. Because the foreign lutefisk, they actually soak in, like, chicken broth. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and then he had a stopover in Germany. He saw a kid, young kid, young German kid out in the alley. <laughs> that first taste of lutefisk is free principle. <laughs> they give you one you can handle. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He was just, uh, he was in an alley, Max Kepler. He was 11 years old. He was using a long neck beer bottle, banging out caps over the uh, wall. Into East Germany. <laughs> and the Minnesota Twin Scouts said, hey, sign that kid up now. Fire number two. It's Kirk Cousins. Who's, who's quarterback now for Kirk, Minnesota? Kirk He's still Cousins. quarterback. Yeah. Is he winning the division for the Vikings? No. No. Fire number three. <laughs> <laughs> Why elaborate on that? Yeah. Can the Minnesota Gophers contend in the Big Ten West? Big Ten West. Does P.J. Fleck have what it takes? Big Ten West, Maybe. 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 Yeah, yeah, Once yeah. you expand it into the overall Big Ten, it's like putting Brainerd in the Tri Cities. Now all of a sudden you've yeah. got now all of a sudden you've got some heavy hitters. Yeah, there's competition. Yeah. Big Ten West, maybe they get out of that. Whew, Big Ten overall is just a game. Gonna be tough. Yep. Finally, fire number four. Sport that best suits DL Hughley. Sport that best suits DL Hughley is golf. Oh, the man can hit a golf ball. I love that. Yeah, and he actually just he called me from Minneapolis playing at uh, uh, a town and country was one that he was playing at. Was, wow, nice. Yeah, he was like, man, this is a nice course. I was like, does yes, he wear the big broad rim hat when he? Uh... No, he puts on. He's got. He's got he's a got very. A little... Yeah, he goes. He goes very ball cappy. Like it's. It's weird because you go. This is one yeah. place where whatever you were about to put on your head actually would probably fit in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, man. Yeah. Sort of. You got that that uh, black and white blue note cover. Harlem Renaissance image of him yeah. with a hat and a smoke drifting up through him. Then he gets yeah. on a course and he just yeah. slaps on and I'm with stupid cap that exactly. he bought in the yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, titleist. <laughs> I love it. That fiery four brought to you by, oh, you'll like this one, KP. Okay. Emerald Beauty Cream, the therapeutic skin cream made exclusively from Wisconsin pond scum. <laughs> Now I understand you may have a, a pop quiz for me. Yes. This is very exciting. I always have my guests ask me a pop quiz. I'm a 1-0-1 oh, the last three weeks, which is a, a surge for me because overall I'm 6-75-2 and two All right. on the pop quizzes. <laughs> but we got a theme song. Let's tee this baby up. Here we go. Pop, 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 pop quiz. 
I like the way it cuts it's really off. well done. It's it very sucks the ambience yeah. right out of that. I love that. Yeah, it's very professionally uh, professionally put together. All right, Thank you. Well, from a guy who shoots most of his shows with one camera. Exactly. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> exactly. You, the, the, the layers <laughs> and the richness have to be interpreted from what's there to the naked <laughs> uh, eye. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody finally gets me. All right. Here's, here is our pop quiz for Chad right. Waterhouse. We're going to start in the world of music. Okay. When? Warning. When? And this warning. is and this is coming straight out of East Central Minnesota, circa, right. ni- circa 1980s, late 1980s. I'm with you. When was glam metal band Cinderella's debut album, Night Songs, released? Uh, when it was released? Uh, oh, thank goodness it isn't where. Now I'm going to go with April 1988. Ooh, sorry. Close. No, August 2nd, 1986. Oh, that was way off. Yep. That was 18 months now, 20 months Yeah, That's all right. That's all right. Damn it. I feel like you got this one. I feel and I have right. all their album. Yep. <laughs> moving moving into sports, I feel like you may have a run at this one. Too. All right. Let me take a shot. You'd think, but. Yep. This one. Yeah. How many career home runs did the greatest baseball player ever to play, legendary Minnesota twin Kent Herbeck, hit? How many career home runs? Did career Kent home play? runs, Kent Herbeck, 281. You were so close. 293. Oh, man. I'm yeah. taking that as a tie. Yeah. I can't believe he I'm retired. I can't believe he retired seven short of 300. He could have had seven by, like, by like May of the following year. Yeah, but, yeah, that's 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 good bass fishing season there. You don't want to step on that just for seven months. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. All right, last question. Here we go. Into the world of TV and pop culture. Oh, one and one. What is the middle name? Of the office's Dwight Schrute. Middle name of Dwight Schrute. I never watch The Office because most of the events I call are on uh, in the middle of the afternoon when it's syndicated everywhere, so I don't get a chance to see much of it. Uh, so I'm going to have to guess on this one. Dwight Schrute. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Dwight Cornelius Schrute. You had the hard K. Kurt. Dwight, Dwight Kurt. Kurt. Yep. Dwight Kurt. There you go. That one's for my daughter. She's in she is another man. Yeah. All right, 0-2-1. Oh, yeah. Damn it, I lost. I lost again. Right, it's coming. getting sickening. I feel like I feel like you're just I feel like you're just a mountain of knowledge away from having a great I think so. Yeah. I think it's just a mere <laughs> mountain range in Nepal of knowledge. That pop quiz brought to you by the Broken Clock Store. Open 35 hours a day. 12 days a week and gullies when you need something smaller than a culvert but wider than a ditch try a gully all right my guest today the hilarious hard working kp anderson follow him on twitter at ikp anderson and go see his fingerprints all over the dl hughley show on tv one kp thank you so much for coming thank in. you for having me chet that was a blast my pleasure follow me on twitter at chet waterhouse follow my comedian buddy at real jeff cesario visit jeff there's all kinds of fun stuff up there uh thanks to all of you for listening support my sponsors true car Pluto TV and betonline.ag. And hey, take that True Car uh, survey thing. Go to uh, truecar at podcast1.com and, and uh, let us know how your car buying experience was. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to some. I'm looking forward to some interesting anecdotes out of that one. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Hankey, Nebraska, calling the Westminster Prairie Dog Show for whatingodsname.com. Uh, the good thing about the Westminster Prairie Dog Show, it goes by a lot quicker because uh, there's only one breed, just the prairie dog. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.